You're listening to the 123 Show with me, Noreen Mayer, this Thursday afternoon. Now, let's turn to our first guest and topic of today. In the next 20 minutes or so, you will hear about the Gift a Deed app. This app has been hailed by the United Nations as Tech for Good, and I'm delighted to welcome the founder and the designer of the app, Naveen Arjun Soni. Welcome to the program, Naveen, and thank you very much for joining us today. Thank you, Noreen. It's a pleasure. So d- give us the background. So what inspired you to... Okay, no, first of all, tell us about the app. Okay, thank you. <laughs> so many stories to yes, share. Yes, thank you. So so the app is a humanitarian tool, I call it. It's like a toolbox, and it's got different tools for different people in different places. And you may not use all the tools. You may just use one tool. Uh, but basically, there are 800 million people living, suffering below poverty line, extreme poverty poverty below two dollars then there are people who are in distress uh, anytime anywhere uh, and what if you could be the person around to help them either people who are in distress or people who need basic things in life and not every person is lucky to be in a city or a country like hong kong singapore or even countries which have good social security network so they are the mercy of neighbors, they're the mercy of the community, they're the mercy of their own upbringing, rather. So, yeah, so so the app allows anywhere, literally, (laughs) the tagline is, uh, do a good deed by gifting a need, Uh, but it's basically a platform where you can do a good deed and help anyone, anyone, anywhere, anytime. Yeah, one well, deed at a time. We want you to meet Naveen as well. You can go onto the Facebook page, Noreen Mayer on RTHK Radio Three. You'll be able to see and also hear the interview there as well, uh, uh, along with our RTHK uh, Radio Three uh, homepage online or on the radio as well. So, how does it work exactly? Then, say there's a problem um, uh, elsewhere uh, in, in Chengdu in China sure. or, or in Hong Kong. How does it work exactly? How does it connect me to somebody who needs my help? Sure, sure. So there. There are three different uh, uses of the app, or it could be used. Uh, the first use is uh, for in your neighborhood for helping those who are lacking basic necessities of food, water, clothes, shelter, medical help. Uh, and if you are a lucky one at a home, at an office, an organization where you've got access to share, uh, it allows people on a common platform to see the needs around them. Uh, on a geolocation map and it's very easy to use simply just pressing a button uh, simply as simple as calling a Ola cab or Uber or, or any other taxi service around the world. It's geolocation so you open the app in a Google map and you can see pins around you and each pin is an icon of a picture of a need. So there is a food sign, a burger sign for a need for water is a glass of water, a need for clothes is a t-shirt sign, need for medical help is a heart sign need for med- mental health or other somebody in depression or anxiety is a mental is a, a mind sign uh, need for sos or distress is a sos sign uh, so simple logic logical signatures and and uh, people know then there the specific needs and they can find them easily using the gps location of their phone so this is the first people to people giving directly without depending on charities. I mean, I say charities do good work and we're not trying to replace them, but it's an added tool even charities can use. Uh, the second thing is about uh, helping charities, helping humanitarian organizations who are already doing good, but become efficient. So uh, 
whether it is distributing food, which a lot of charities are doing, feeding Hong Kong or uh, uh, other ones, or if there is a humanitarian crisis, uh, let's say there is an earthquake, a tsunami, flooding, or any other such bad thing, uh, how do you ensure that all the rescue agencies which come to rescue, they find the same common picture off the ground? Currently, there is nothing. And each agency has to depend on their own, uh, you know, network supply chain, uh, as a result of which it's, they all work in silos. So what does that lead to? That leads to gaps in helping people who are stuck. That leads to duplication of resources because some people who are already being helped, they, they'll get more pe more things just because they're easy to connect. So this allows... In a, in a place, in a geolocation environment which has been hit by a humanitarian crisis uh, for different agencies in a secure environment to see each other's uh, resources also. Uh, it has a resource button and what it does is simply puts the tag on when the need is there and any volunteer any volunteer from any humanitarian agency who's been already trusted into the network, they can tag this and when the help is arrived, on that geolocation, just like a taxi, the need is removed. So it can be seen by all agencies and they don't waste time going to the same area where help is arrived. And if they miss out some area, that area is tagged and they can go there. So that's the second uh, channel. So what are the people to people? Second is organizations to organizations. And the third one is uh, uh, for the distress or the, again, it's a humanitarian need of safety. Uh, we are very lucky being in India, uh, being in Hong Kong, where I come from India and, and the other cities in the world, uh, other countries in the world uh, where it's not so safe. Uh, and, and what if you get stuck in an emergency and what if uh, you're the person trying to help, but you get yourself in emergency or simply a person has an accident, right? Uh, how do you ensure that everybody who's supposed to know especially after a disaster when the time is less or an emergency when your time is less. Uh, maybe your battery is dying. Maybe uh, it's a hostage situation. You can't make a call. So we've, we've added a feature where you can send a SOS from your phone through the app by just pressing on two, three buttons. And what it does is just takes a picture of you. It takes your GPS location and it, quickly gives you a drop-down list of what kind of emergency you're in and it sends that as a message through your phone to three numbers which have been pre-fed into your phone into your app when you download the app uh, and those three numbers could be emergency services your friends and your families your near ones uh, in addition to all this it drops an SOS icon on the location so what it really does is even after that your battery dies a phone is taken away a phone is not there anymore Everybody knows who's supposed to know where you are, what kind of condition you're in, what kind of emergency you're in, and they can find you easily. Uh, so, so that's the third. <laughs> that's the third uh, channel of 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 um, of, 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 of helping of, others, of helping yeah, others, and helping yeah. yourself yes. as well. <laughs> so, where did this idea come from, Naveen? <laughs> so, so uh, I actually uh, say this. Uh, I, I've been at sea. I've been a seafarer. I've been in the Merchant Marines. I was a first officer for more than 10 years. And uh, this concept is very simple. 
and is being used on all the ships already. There's a device on ships which have been there for decades called EPIRB, which is Emergency Position Indicating Radio Beacon, which basically floats away from the ship as soon as the ship sinks. It's a life-saving device, and it sends through the satellite a signal of SOS, where it shows the position of the ship through GPS, and all agencies, humanitarian rescue agencies, Navy, Coast Guard, they well, can find the where the ship went down, right? Now, it's the same concept. I've Once apps have come in and phones are there, uh, it's pretty simple, right? The other, uh, actually, but, but that's the basic uh, technology. But the idea came from a video game, uh, which became rave two years back called Pokemon Go. <laughs> <laughs> Brilliant. So I, I have a technology background as well. And when I first saw Pokemon Go, of course, the 3D, the augmented reality is pretty cool. But when I first saw people going crazy and uh, people falling from cliffs and coming in front of cars for capturing these cat and mouse and dragons. And I asked myself, what is the use of this, right? How can this be useful apart from the technology, right? What is the use of... So then I realized what it does basically is you capture these characters and you get rewarded by points. I said, great, what if you can help somebody and then you get points? Then you gamify charity. That's the idea it, it triggered. And then I called a friend who's uh, a dear friend of mine in India who's a technology guy, and then we discussed, and then he put me in touch with a team in India, uh, a young team of app developers, who uh, basically brainstormed with me for a few months before they came up with this design, where we said, what if you can put a need icon anywhere, anybody can put when they're in need, and what if you can help by going there physically and removing the need once you've given or helped, and then you get points. And this is what the app does. So when you go and, uh, so the app has two users. One set are called taggers, one set are called fulfillers. And the app depends on crowdsourcing of needs and crowdsourcing of, that's a public to public uh, uh, open source kind of a thing where anybody can tag any need anywhere in the city. And as soon as you tag a need, uh, you can tag by just the GPS location of your phone, uh, optional of taking a picture, you get points. Right, and and there's a dashboard of top taggers, top fulfillers in the city, uh, and, and it's gamifying needs uh, identification. Then the other side are people who are in the neighborhood, in a community, who want to help, and maybe they don't have time to go and do a volunteer work volunteer. in a charity, but they just want to share their cup of coffee or excess food they have in the kitchen or their wardrobe. The secondhand clothes in a wardrobe are not torn; they're out of shape, out of size, out of color or design, <laughs> and, and we throw them, right? What if you could use that and help somebody who needs that uh, and, and you don't have time for anything else? So you can just go onto the app and somebody has tagged somebody for food or clothes in the neighborhood and you find, you open the app, suddenly 300 meters somebody needs food or clothes and you open your wardrobe, take a cup of coffee or food and go there yourself and give it. And you've done a good deed. You help the environment by recycling things. You've gone and helped someone who was in extreme need. And you've created happiness for yourself. Because at the end of the day, uh, my research, my study, uh, or my own uh, uh, you know, experience show that the, the, I went on to search for happiness. And uh, I found all the literature, scientific studies, and my own experience saying happiness is in helping others. Uh, and this is an app simply to 
spread happiness nothing else absolutely you're you're right naveen and a lot of people say you know it's it's feeling gratitude but studies have also shown that if you write down what things that you're grateful for compared to things that you've done to help other people that list actually far um outweighs the the gratitude list um Thank let's you. talk a little bit about the challenges now it sounds great in theory you know you have a need i have some goods i i can gift you a deed but what sorts of challenges have you encountered sure. um you've <laughs> soft launched it in in Hong Kong and yes. and in India uh, yes. as well yes. um what have you found it's it's been a journey thank you uh, it's been a journey so far noreen because i thought uh, my impression and it's the learning every day i learn new things and my first impression was when i give this technology to any humanity and organization or to a charity they'll be thrilled because i used to i mean i still do some volunteer work uh, 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 with one of the charities here where we distribute food to the homeless and my experience shows in hong kong is very difficult to find poor people uh and and uh, because they are usually in public parks open spaces uh, in public toilets and then they are hidden from the people uh, so so coming back to your question i thought this was easy uh, once i bring it across but that's the challenge because to convince charities and to convince humanitarian organizations that you're doing this for genuine reason and not for collecting data not for making another whatsapp kind of a purchase uh it's a true humanitarian organization or is a true humanitarian app uh, that has been challenge uh about 8 or 10 months back i participated in a fintech pitch competition in hong kong uh and i was it was quite funny because i was standing on the stage with a 3 minute pitch and there were judges and there were 200 people and the guy before me presented drones <laughs> which could see cracks on a building right and i am talking of a humanitarian app and everybody had their mouth open like oh, this guy is crazy right and like no commercial angle just simple humanitarian help but but i did that purposely because i wanted to know i mean all my friends who are uh, have a good community of uh, friends all over the world and they all encourage me and i am really appreciative but i really wanted to know how people would take it and i thought this is the best way to put myself in the fire right uh, it was not easy but but this guy's genuine <laughs> but but all the uh, questions i got from that 3 minute pitch were very helpful uh, because people asked me questions which made me then go back to my drawing board and think how am i going to tackle this problem and and one of the challenges was how do you ensure people don't fake needs how do you ensure what people are giving are genuine things and not bad things how do you ensure it's not misused so all those questions so those are the challenge and uh, but but i'm happy to say that i have found peace to myself by finding uh, uh, some solution and at the same time being very clear uh, So I call it a humanitarian app uh, for that reason. Are you worried you can't verify all the genuine needs then? I mean if if it's a peer to peer if I say oh I need some right. new clothes but actually right. I don't how do you verify yeah, that? Yes sure. So so it has app has a reporting tool where you can report a user or a uh, or a deed which is not genuine or which is which is not good which is you can report it and it can be taken away. But the essence of the app Noreen is the same essence where you're walking on the road and you find a child fall down or a person suffer an accident and what you do as a humanitarian person you take out your handkerchief you would lift the child you would try to clear up the dust you would put the if it is bleeding you would put the handkerchief to stop the bleeding right as humanitarian help you won't think that time what will happen if you can't help 
when there is a tsunami or earthquake or any disaster the coast guard the navy the earth all the emergency services they go to help in a disaster zone not thinking what if things go wrong uh you know when charities do work they go and give things sometimes they give to people who may have food already but you don't check right so it's got the same kind of a thinking where you're doing a humanitarian work uh coming back on the question of whether the ge- needs are genuine and well the app thinks or what we think is if a person tags himself or herself for food but they have money and food in the fridge already so be it at the end of the day they are not asking for money they are asking for food which somebody will give once it is excess if they are hungry they will get it yeah uh, they should get it and if somebody is thirsty for water they can afford water but still they want water so be it if somebody tags himself or herself for clothes and they have clothes but they still want it so be it i mean we are living in a <laughs> i i guess in this give and take environment where we always quantify in terms of money but this is not the idea the idea is humanity and help yeah Naveen, uh, remind our listeners once again, I wish we could talk for longer. We're coming to the end of the interview. Remind our listeners once again how they can find out more about your app. Have you got a website sure. and a Facebook page that they Thank can you. find out more? So so we have uh, a Facebook page. Uh, we have a website. Website is www.giftadeed.com, G-I-F-T-A-D-E-D.com. We got a video on, on that when you open the page, English video. we got the video converted into nine languages including cantonese spanish mandarin spanish portuguese and indian languages as well we're doing more conversions i mean that's all we can do uh the app has a contact us page uh we are reaching out to all humanitarian organizations charities volunteer organizations samaritans anybody who wants to help and they want to use the app they can use it it's free it will remain free forever uh, there are no uh data gathering all data is deleted every 24 hours automatically uh we are even talking to charities to talk to even put the data on their servers that means we don't even collect the data so it's just a pure tool uh, as i said Naveen Arjun Soni thank you so much for your time uh, today i look forward to chatting with you next time thank you very thank much thank you Noreen it's been a pleasure <laughs>